good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. This is MCM, and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so hopefully you'll be entertained. Or hopefully you can get some type of sense out of what I'm going to say today. I'm going to talk about someone named, and this is a real person, <laughs> named Wang Wei. Um, in English, it's King. I could say King, but I'd rather say Wang Wei, just because. <laughs> and that is spelled... Well, I'm not going to tell you how to spell. You can look it up. <laughs> um, anyhow, I don't profess to be a professor of anything. But I do want to help someone. And hopefully something that I say will help someone. Maybe it'll help you to stop doing something that you're doing. Or start doing something that you're not. Or continue to do something that you have been but not sure if you should. And if that something is praying, then I would say continue. If you're not praying, and this is to the God Almighty, the God of the Bible, Father God, Son and Holy Spirit, um, and you're not doing it, I say do it. If you've been doing it and you don't think you've heard anything or anything's changed, not heard anything, but nothing's changed or you don't know what the answer is, keep praying. And if you're happy and everything's amazing, pray. And everything is horrible, pray. If the monotony is just boring, pray. Humble yourself and be obedient to the word of God. And watch things change. Watch the Lord work things out for your good. Because remember, he is sovereign over everything. And if you are a child of God, then know that he is working things out for your good and that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, this this um, story isn't really a story of the Bible, although I do draw Job into it a little bit at some point. But um, again, I, I say it's not a Christian podcast, but it is a Christian podcast because I'm a Christian and it's my podcast and I'm speaking. But a lot of the time I'm speaking off of um, experience. And things that I've observed or gone through. And sometimes I'll tie the scriptures into it. And sometimes I'll just ramble on about something that I know. And hopefully the who I am in Christ will still come out here or there. And at the same time, I'm not trying to mislead anyone. So please, 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 if I didn't say it in the last couple episodes, read your Bible. Be a part of a, uh, a church, a body actual physical church that you go to and you um, fellowship with and you worship with you sing with you pray with you talk with you minister to you understand that is a christian that's what we're supposed to be doing okay i'm going to read this story and um if it resembles anybody's life <laughs> besides my own then it is um coincidental 
this uh, story of Wang Wei is not anybody who is alive or dead, as they say. Or is it? <laughs> okay. There we go. Now, I'm going to be reading a lot of this. And some of you have heard me read before. Sometimes it doesn't work out so well. I'm going to do my best. And then after, I'm probably going to have a little say about what I'm reading or maybe in between. Depends on how it goes. I just kind of let it flow. You know what I mean? Um, again, I am a better reader or writer, sorry, than I am a better as I am. I'm a better writer than I am reader. <laughs> so hopefully this will work out. And hopefully you'll be able to follow along. Okay, here I go. Hold on, I gotta turn this up in my my headphones here for a second. One second, people. It's so low. There we go, it's better. Um, there we go. In the vast tapestry of human experience, where each life is unique, or is a unique thread, there we go already, thread interwoven with countless others, there are there exists a narrative so universally poignant, yet so deeply personal, that it compels us to pause and reflect. Today, I want to share with you the story of Wang Wei, a man whose journey through the valleys of despair and the fleeting peaks of hope offer us a mirror into our own struggles, dreams, and the relentless guest or quest, guest, there you go, see, <laughs> for meaning amidst the chaos of existence. Wang, Wang Wei's life, much like many of ours, was not marked by grandiose events or monumental achievements, but was rather defined by the quiet, often overlooked battles fought in solitude of his heart. In the solitude of his heart. A man of modest means, Wang Wei found himself ensnared in all too familiar trappings of modern life. A job that while providing for the bare necessities, bare necessities, <laughs> left little room for joy or passion or movies or hockey clubs, skates, equipment, you know, basketball. Soccer ball, soccer shoes, car of his dream, you know, a home filled with more, filled more with memories than with laughter and the relentless gnawing reminder of his failures in love. Having been through the harrowing ordeal of divorce, not once, but twice. Who is this guy? These divorces were not merely legal formalities or the disillusion of contractual bonds. They were, for Wang Wei, profound losses that shook the very foundations of his world. Each departure left behind a void an emptiness 
that no matter how much toil or how much distractions that were around him, nothing could fill it. With this dissolution of his marriages came the scattering of his family. His children became visitors in his life rather than constants. Their absence of stark, a stark reminder of the fragmented reality he is now inhabiting. Admits the backdrop of personal turmoil, Wang Wei grappled with a question that haunts many of us. What am I made for? This question, simple yet profound, is a reflection of the existential dilemma that faces every human being. For Wang Wei, it was not merely rhetorical, but a plea for clarity, a beacon of hope in a sea of uncertainty. He found himself adrift, caught between the person he once was and the person he hoped to become. His identity fragmented by his experiences and the relentless passage of time. Yet it is precisely within this crucible of suffering and self-doubt that Wang Wei's story takes a transformative turn. For it often in our darkest moments, in the depths of despair, that we discover the indomitable strength of human, the human spirit. Wang Wei realized that his worth was not tethered to his marital status or the marital status of his ex. The contentment of his children or the approval of society his worth, he discovered, was intrinsic, woven into the very fabric of his being, a divine spark that no circumstance could extinguish. This realization marked the beginning of Longway's journey of self-discovery, a path fraught with challenges, but illuminated by moments of profound insight and beauty. He began to see his life not as a series of failures, although you might seem differently, see differently, or missed opportunities, but as a canvas rich with the possibilities of redemption and renewal, each brushstroke, whether born of joy or pain, added a depth and texture to the masterpiece of his existence. As Wang Wei navigated his journey, this journey, he encountered the transformative powers of resilience, the ability to rise from the ashes of his former life and to forge a new path marked by wisdom compassion because you know he's been through something 
and maybe he could reach back and help somebody else who's going through it as well. And a renewed sense of purpose. He learned that happiness, while often elusive, is not an external treasure to be sought by an inner light to be cultivated, a light that shines brightest in the service of others. Let me say that again. He learned that happiness, while often elusive, is not an external treasure to be sought, but an inner light, that light from God, to be cultivated, a light that shines brightest in the service of others, doing for others, doing for Christ. And in the pursuit of a life lived authentically, honestly, and with intention, His life may never be what he wanted it to be. He may never realize the dreams that he had as a seven-year-old boy. He may never live up to the gentle things of his mother, the things that she said he might be. When he grows older. And even as he looks into his very senior citizen's mother's eyes, and although she can't understand what he says, and although she's unable to cognitively soothe his pain or give him a word of insight into where he went wrong. Just the ability to look into her eyes at all and know that there's life there. is a huge thing for him. In sharing Longway's story, I invite you to reflect on your own journey, on the battles you've fought in silence of your heart, in the silence of your heart, and the dreams that sustain you through the night. Let his story be a reminder that no matter how profound the darkness, there exists with each of us, within each of us, who are believers, that light that shines in us, that we cannot hold and hide, but we must let it shine in the darkness of this world. this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this light that can never be extinguished 
a beacon of hope that guides us towards a future defined not by our past failures, but by the triumph of Christ and what he's done and what he did on Calvary's cross. In our capacity because of him who is love, the resilience as he endured that cross, as he carried that cross, as he was nailed to that cross, as they pierced his side, as he died, and as he rose again from the death, from grave, from the grave. So as we navigate the complexities of our own lives, let us take solace in the knowledge that we are not alone in our struggles, that our guest, our quest for meaning, guest, and fulfillment is a shared human experience. And let us remember that people like Wang Wei, we too can emerge from the depths of despair and depression to find beauty in our brokenness strength in our vulnerability if we do not hide everything and if we are honest maybe finally honest we are broken and everybody knows every bad thing that we've done there can be a sense of profound purpose in the simple act of living authentically with intentions, but being ourselves. And while being ourselves, trying to be more like Jesus. This, my friends, is the essence of the human journey. A journey marked by advers adversity, but defined by hope in God. A journey that reminds us in the end that perhaps we are all made for something greater than ourselves. Indeed, Wang Wei's narrative, while comprehensive in its exploration of human resilience and the search for meaning, is but a chapter in the vast anthology of hum the human condition. Let's delve deeper and expand upon the thread of his story, weaving them into the broader fabrics of our shared experience. Imagine Wang Wei in the aftermath math of his realization beginning to reframe from his understanding of success happiness and purpose no longer tethered to societal benchmarks no achievements he embarks on a journey inward seeking to rediscover his passions his values ultimately his self or his sense of who he is. He realizes that yes, I am a sinner saved by grace. I have failed everyone around me who I love and care about or who loves and cares for me. I have betrayed love. I have betrayed those who put their trust in me. But I now am not who I was 
when those things transpired. This process is neither linear nor without its setbacks. Each day brings with it new challenges of chances to overcome the inertia of past disappointments. Maybe he's behind on his taxes. Maybe he still can't scrape together enough money to support himself or anyone else. The seductive lure of resignation, yet it is within this struggle that Wang Wei finds his true strength. Consider the moments of solitude that once haunted him, now transformed into opportunity for reflection and growth. He has nothing but time on his hands, except for the time that we are all marching towards, inevitably. In the stillness of the night, instead of succumbing to the specter of his loneliness, Wang Wei begins to engage in a dialogue within his inner self, questioning the very notion that once defined him, he grapples with the legacy of his relationships, not with bitterness or regret, but with a spirit of understanding and forgiveness. He starts to see his former partners not as sources of his pain, but as fellow travelers on their own paths of discovery, each seeking their own truth amidst the tumult of their shared lives. As Wang Wei navigates his labyrinth of introspection, he also begins to redefine his relationships with his children. Sporadic visits and fleeting moments of connection, once a source of deep sorrow, become precious opportunities to impart wisdom, to share in laughter, and to forge memories that transcend the constraints of time and circumstance. He sees his child grow. If he misses two weeks, he'll miss another half centimeter of growth in his youngest child. And it makes a difference because he's paying attention, because he cares, because he's present, because he wants to be more present. He realizes that his role as a father is not diminished by distance or by complexities of co-parenting, but instead deepened by the quality of the moments he shares with his children by the lessons of resilience and hope is able to impart. Moreover, Wang Wei's journey of self-discovery leads him to explore new adventures, new avenues of fulfillment by by beyond the, the confines of his job. He begins to volunteer to give back to his community, finding in the act of service a sense of purpose, belonging that had long eluded him. He discovers passion he had long suppressed. He likes music. He likes sports. He loves movies. He loves to laugh. He loves to have his own time. 
hobbies and interests that bring him joy and a sense of accomplishment and a a sense of being himself. Independent of external validation, criticism. Through these explorations, Wang Wei cultivates a network of relationships grounds grounded in shared interests mutual respect genuine connection and even more than all of these god the word of god christian living obedience prayer bible exploration humility forgiveness helping sharing accountability acceptance love these new friendships and other things unlike the ones predicted on his marital status or parental role offer him a sense of belonging and support that is both liberating and affirming. They remind him that while his journey may be unique, he is not alone in his quest for meaning and fulfillment. In the end, Wang Wei's story is a testament to the transformative power of adversity, to the inert capacity within each of us, to the rise, to rise, above our circumstances and to forge a life of purpose and joy it serves as a reminder that while we may not always have control over the events that shape our lives we do have the power to choose how we respond to them to find the beauty in our struggle to help someone else in their struggle because we've been there before and to emerge from the depths of despair with a renewed sense of hope resilience and the deepened appreciation for the simple yet profound act of just living so as we draw inspiration from Wang Wei's journey, although we didn't get into the nitty gritty of it, let us each take a moment to reflect on our own paths, on the lessons we've learned, the battles we've fought, and the dreams that sustained us and maybe missed us. Let us embrace the journey with all its uncertainties, its heights and its lows. And let us move forward with the acknowledgement that in the end, it is our shared humility and humanity, our capacity for love and understanding through what the Lord teaches in his scriptures that truly defines us. This, my friends, is the essence of our collective story, a narrative of resilience, hope, and the unyielding pursuit of life lived with purpose and passion.
In weaving the tales of Wang Wei with the ancient and enduring narratives of Job from the Holy Bible, we find a bridge between the temporal struggles of modern man and the timeless themes of faith. Suffering, redemption, found in sacred texts, Job's story, a cornerstone of under understanding in the face of inexplicable loss and suffering, offers a poignant backdrop to Wang Wei's journey through the valley of despair and the quest for meaning amidst trial. Like Wang Wei's job was a man acquainted with profound loss and the echoing questions that follow in the wake of such devastation. Jo Job, <laughs> did I say jo Job earlier? That's funny. <laughs> Job, a righteous man, found himself stripped of everything he held dear. His wealth, his health, and his children. Surrounded by the ruins of his once blessed life, Job sat in the ashes and a symbol of mourning and lamentation, grappling with the unfathomable reasons behind his suffering. Yet it is within this crucible of affliction that the essence of Job's story illuminates a path for Wang Wei and in depth and indeed for all of us. Job's lamentations, his dialogues with his friends who sought to find reason in his suffering and his ultimate confrontation with the divine speak to the heart of human despair and relentless search for understanding in a world that often defies explanations. <laughs> you see, we all go through our own things, you know? We often want things to be better. We pray for things to be better, but sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes we pray for our family members, our friends, Sometimes we pray for relationships to be rekindled or for new ones to be birthed. But we don't always get what we want. That's not how life goes. And sometimes we get exactly what we're looking for or what we're asking for. But when we get it, we realize that's not what we want at all. And that's why my advice would be to just depend on God and realize that he is sovereign over everything, including our lives, our little lives. I know that many times we live our lives and we believe that everything that's happening to us is the biggest thing that's happening to us. And it's the biggest thing around because we are ourselves us. But I can tell you honestly, one of the most humbling experiences for me myself was I don't know where I was traveling or where I was going. I don't remember the time of day, the time of year or how old I was. I know that I was an adult and I was traveling somewhere with my loved ones. And I was high flying in a, a plane. We were hundreds of feet, if not thousands of feet above the clouds. 
or at least the you know the temporal clouds the ones that we look at when we look up at the sky and you could cover a whole city with your finger like we were high 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 realizing there's people down there and you could see the shapes of the not the landscaping but the actual shapes of the cities we were so high I definitely couldn't see anyone realizing that yes there were people down there but we're so small even from someone flying high in a plane realizing that there's they say 8 billion of us it reminded me you know not to take my life so serious, not to think more highly, as the Bible says, of myself than I ought to. I realize I am insignificant, but I am significant enough to know that Christ died for me as well. The Bible says that God has our, our hairs numbered on our head. It says that if a sparrow drops to, to his death, that God knows about it. And I would say those birds are a lot smaller than we are. So knowing that he cares for the sparrow, he cares about the hairs on our heads, whether we're bald or not, he knows. So we do have a God that cares about us, as insignificant as we might realize that we are from looking at ourselves or looking down in the general directions to where we were or where we were going in a plane. And when we go through the times of history and we realize there's been millions of people that's come and gone on this earth already. And yet we think we're so important or not very important at all. There is balance in between all of that. Anyhow, I hope I didn't talk in circles too much. <laughs> but remember, Job's story is not just about the suffering of a good man, but about the profound dialogue between a mortal and his creator. A dialogue that transcends the Im immediacy of pain and loss to touch upon the fundamental question of justice, purpose, and the human existence. In his dis discourse with what was going on with him in his life, he's confronted with the vastness of the divine plan and reminder of the limits of human understanding and the mysteries that lie beyond our comprehension. For Wang Wei, as for Job, the journey through suffering is transformative. Not because it offers clear answers or remedies to the pains of life, but because it invites a deepening of faith, a surrender to the mysteries that lie beyond our understanding and recognition of the presence of the divine in the midst of struggle. I hope you can look at this as not one man belly aching over his life knowing that it hasn't gone perfectly but understanding that 
in all your trials and tribulations and struggles and broken relationships and broken situations and broken promises and being thrown asunder. Understand that God is there. God is here. God is with you as a believer. Things aren't going to be perfect. Things are never going to always go your way. No pain is going to last always. And yes, in most cases, there is a light at the end of the tunnel of despair. That the night doesn't last forever. And that God is sovereign and in control. Keep pressing on. Even if your ex is not being cooperative. Even if your ex is not being helpful. Even if you pick the wrong strategy to help yourself in whatever situation it is. Just know that the Lord God Almighty is with you. The God of Jacob. God of Isaac. The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The God of Daniel will deliver. The God of David. And the God of John the Baptist and Paul, the apostle. We know how their lives ended up. Hold your head up, but look to Christ. Don't hold your head up in pride, but hold your head up in Christ. Keep reading the Word of God, and if you haven't been reading the Word of God, start. Remember to pray every day. The Bible says pray without ceasing. So yeah, you can have your times of kneeling down, prayer, or prostrating, but then you have those times when you're just riding a bus. You're at work. You can pray. Stay in contact with God. Your focus. Anyhow, y'all. That's it for today. Today. It's a simple one. An easy one. I'll see you again. This is MCM. And you've been listening to You're Probably Right. Please, I would say like. I would love if you would... um, if you'd follow this podcast in whichever way you can, if you could um, suggest it to someone that you think might needs it or might need it. <laughs> Listen to my other episodes. I'm thinking of one day getting on the video, but I mean, you know, sometimes you, us people who do these podcasts have really have a, a face for, for radio and not for TV. Not to mention there's just so many people out there doing that already. And I'm just, you know, if I help one or two people or five or seven or 14 people do something that they wouldn't or couldn't do before and bring them to another place in their life where they can help themselves and the people who they love and other people around them then i think my job is done anyhow take care this is mcm signing off this you're probably right peace out
come check out You Probably Write Podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 docks. <laughs> I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh-oh, yeah, God, self-help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Hopefully, anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions, and all the while, understand that, listen, sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat. Well, that's how it is here. And because there's no topic, well, very few topics off the table, Torontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there. <laughs> Hopefully, the podcast will be helpful and uplifting. And hey, Maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere. Hope to see you soon.